Hey everybody, Economic Ninja here. I hope you're doing well. I would snap, but I have my hands full. What am I supposed to do with my hands? If you guys know what movie that's from, throw it in the comment section below. Hey, the question is, we're going to talk about earnings season. Walmart's coming out earnings. Walmart, yes, Walmart saved the stock market. Stock market's selling off. I don't know if you guys have been uh, paying attention to what's going on. It's sort of a big deal. Um, we're getting really close to bear market. It's really interesting how all of a sudden we get close to being down 20%, dipping into bear market territory, and then something boosts us up. Thank you so much, Plunge Protection Team. You guys are crushing it. Until the day that they can't. And quite frankly, I believe that day is coming this year and that we want to be prepared for it. We don't want to be scared. And then we want to go take advantage of it and go crush it, right? So um, we're going to talk about this. We're going to talk about uh, expectations from the street. And, and what I want you guys to do is look behind the results. And we're going to explain why it's so very important. Because what's going to be behind these results? Because Walmart's going to be the staple, right, of the week. This is a big retail earnings season. But Walmart is different than other retail outlets that are going to be uh, reporting. And I don't think it's going to be good. And so I'm going to give you guys my thoughts, what could happen. None of this is financial advice or training advice. I'm not a financial professional. I'm just an economic ninja with a uh, brohawk and a dream and a cup of coffee. All right, so here we go. Walmart Q1 earnings likely boosted by inflation. Well, that's nice. The latest CPI released last week indicates inflation remained sky high in April. It actually is worse than sky high, but the government keeps changing the metrics and making it seem not so bad. It's bad, but it's not so bad. Actually, I think it's uh, like an amplifier knob with an 11 on it. Now 11 is louder. So it says, uh, while prices, rising prices were a headwind for most companies in the first three months of 2022, they uh, likely served as a tailwind for mega retailer Walmart. Wall Street will find out this week with Walmart as an early entrant on the earnings calendar, Walmart will report its first quarterly results ahead of May 17th. Now, I'm going to stop reading here. I'm going to link the story below, but this is why it's very important. Wall Street's going to try and spin this and go, hey, Walmart's earnings are going to be up, baby, because inflation, that's great. That means they get to charge more. Well, it doesn't mean that their profit margin is necessarily larger. In some times it can be. Um, Walmart does have a way of bullying its retailers around. It really is the truth. It's sad. Uh, also, Walmart's really good at not paying you for a long time. Just, you know, if you've been in the retail uh, game and you've ever had to deal with Walmart, that, I'm going to be honest with you. I think they're like the mafia. Um, but they, they push out their payment a long time. They can actually cause and have caused many people to go broke because they're so big and they can force their weight around because people are always dying to get into Walmart, right? So... What's going to happen is the street's going to say, hey, this is a good thing, you know, and, and I would not be surprised if Walmart's earnings were increased, but here's the problem. This is what you need to look at. They're going to be increased because they're going to be able to charge more, right? And the margin might pop a little bit. But what you're going to find is two issues that we need to look really deep in. First off, they will blame inflation for uh, lackluster performance. Um, it's not going to be a blowout uh, thing, in my opinion, personal opinion, not fi financial advice. But what's going to happen is um, you're going to see that, see, Walmart has X amount of shelf space. And shelf space in retail is worth a certain dollar amount. And those dollar amounts vary between where the uh, shelf space is located in the store, okay? Some of your highest profit margin, gross margin um, items usually are sitting right next to the check stand because it's like this uh, emotional last-minute buy purchase. But it's a very interesting uh, concept. I've gotten to spend some time with all kinds of retailers. Uh, one recently was a, uh, a big VP for um, what, Kroger, and just talking to him about the, the different shelf space and the science behind it and all that stuff. Really neat, really interesting stuff. 
Well, the thing is, is since all that shelf space has a value to it, Walmart's losing money because if you think about it, there are certain items they just can't physically get because of the supply chain collapse, right? So there's been throughout the last year um, and this last quarter, even worse, there are some items you just can't sell. Well, if you can't sell a certain item, yeah, sure, you have other items for sale and people are gonna buy them, but they may have to go to another store to buy it, right? So it takes business away from you. And on top of that, um, if they just, they can't get it, they just don't buy it. So that's less dollars coming into your store. So that's one thing. The other thing that's very, very important is you need to see that people are, and I guarantee you, the earnings are gonna start to point and guidance, forward guidance, they're gonna start to say is, is leaning towards necessities. That's scary because you can keep raising prices and the street loves it, right? It's like watching Venezuela's stock market roll up, you know, 10,000%, let's say, I'm blanking on the numbers. But it didn't matter because their inflation was like 11,000, right? So uh, it, and people were diving into the stock market only to try and hold on to value at that point when you hit hyperinflation. We haven't gotten there yet. We got some time. But um, the point being is that I want you guys ready before that happens. You know, when the consumer starts to dive straight into, and we're going to talk about other retailers too. When they start to dive straight into necessities, that's when things get scary for a retailer because they go, oh crap, that means all that shelf space that we have, we built this huge warehouse style store to hold all this stuff. Well, they're not all necessities. As a matter of fact, in Walmart, only about 10% of the goods are necessities. I mean, the last thing you know I need is 10 curling irons or uh, a stuffed animal in the likeness of uh, Jeff Bidden. Borden, burden, 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 burden. All right, so let's talk about other retailers. So with other retailers, um, Walmart's one thing because they carry consumer staples, the things that people need, i.e. food, baby formula when it's available, um, uh, clothing, things like that. But really, do you need clothing? No, you don't. Um, now, I don't mean go run around naked. But um, my point being is that people will go in retail. Let's give an example like Kohl's or Macy's or any of those places, right, that sell just clothes, clothing. What you'll find during uh, difficult times is people will do a couple different things. They will start to wear the same clothes over and over. They won't go and buy new stuff. They'll start to get haircuts instead of every month. They'll stretch it out to six weeks, maybe seven weeks, right? Uh, they, they try to... Uh, make money stretch, make it go a little further. And so with, with uh, retailers such as Kohl's and, and those kind of places, you're going to start to see them start to really have issues because uh, the consumer will not be going and frequenting those stores as often, especially when you couple that with inf not only inflation, but supply chain issues. I mean, there are companies that are just trying to get like handbags in and things to their sales. Let's give, you know, the large, uh, uh, retailers as an example. And, and, and this is no different throughout history. You know, the Great Recession took out a ton of retail business, tons and tons uh, that have just completely disappeared, never to come back. And the reason why is because they couldn't uh, make it through. You know, the most recent one in my uh, mind is JCPenney. JCPenney was hit so hard and so fast from the Great Recession that they tried to keep going and raise money but eventually they had to succumb to those losses. It was just too difficult. The brick and mortar store was dying. The Great Recession really brought us into the in internet age of, of buying and really saw places like Amazon and them thrive, right? As a matter of fact, you would see uh, companies like JCPenney when they were putting out their earnings in the early, you know, few years after the Great Recession, really in their forward guidance, talk about how their internet sales were exploding and their in-store sales were waning. 
okay? So when you're looking this week at Walmart's earnings, I want you to be thinking about that. Be thinking a little bit bigger. Look behind this thing. If, if we're seeing the consumer going more to staples, consumer staples, and less discretionary spending, you know that we are just now seeing the beginning of this. Why do we know that? It's because the Federal Reserve is not doing enough to get on top of inflation. They're jawboning and barely raising rates, and we know they really can't raise rates anymore because as things get more expensive, because the rate rises, debt's getting more expensive, you're starting to see this deflationary collapse, not only the stock market, but also in our personal spending. All right, guys, that being said, I thank you so much for watching. With that being said, the Economic Ninja is out.